Ladies and gents, boys and girls, today we have with us a man of many skills. He's a musician, sound engineer, motorcycle enthusiast, fellow biryani eater, and a friend. Please welcome Jonathan Brainer. Yeah, yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, <laughs> dude, I gotta show you this way. So, for gadgets this week. <laughs> no, I'm like. I don't know what my uh, my mother in law went to a pet store. I mean, sorry, a toy store to buy some toys for the school kids, okay? And she ended up buying me this, okay? I'll tell you what. <laughs> Check this out, okay? So I think this is like a French company or something that made it. Welcome to the music world of SS Bright. The Bluetooth device is ready to pair. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. Welcome to the music world of SS Bright. Of SS Sprite. So it's basically, uh, so it can accept uh, a memory card or a USB or through Bluetooth, you can just play a song <laughs> and then I, you can sing along saying, hello, what's up? Oh, <laughs> so like, oh, yeah, this is like that mic karaoke thing, right? Uh, something like that, same only. But what this added thing has is check this out. Check test. So you can hear me now, right? It's amplified. Yeah. yeah. Check test one, two. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear me, guys? <laughs> <laughs> It's got a few accents, okay? Check this one, two. Hello, hello. <laughs> oh, dude, this one. You talked about bass. No? Check this one, two. Hello. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. That's insane. Podcast. In a world where aliens... And... <laughs> this is the deep... Yeah, that's the deepest it can get. And then check. Oh, then you have a button for echo. <laughs> okay, guys. Now, a serious question: What what inspired you all to to ride? Like, what's your earliest memory of the bug of a motorcycle? So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so for me, it started off very young. Like, I was. Uh, so I think I was in my fourth class or something when someone came home, like a family friend came home on a on a Luna. I mean, I'm not going to talk, like obviously I didn't leap into bikes then, but <laughs> that's where we all started, I guess, you know, hunt, like 50cc scooters. I don't know how many people understand Luna, but yeah. Yeah, so... A moped. Yeah, moped, exactly. So yeah, that that's where it started. And then uh, I think about my seventh or eighth grade in church, like, a lot of uh, the older, the college-going guys used to come on like nice bikes, like the Yamaha Shoguns, the KB hundreds back then, the Caliber and all of that. It was very funny. It's like literally the parking lot was only less than a hundred meters, and <laughs> me and a, a few of my friends would like, ah, no, 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 I'll, I'll bring you a bike like a valet service, like you know, just to get to ride it because <laughs> you <we> never. <laughs> but yeah. It, it's just we saw so many bikes <clears throat> and and especially when i was young like two strokes were like a big deal the amount of yeah. power that you used to get you know it's, 
Uh, and ever since then, I've been obsessed about... Actually, start, my first obsession was a Yamaha. Was it the RX-100? Yeah, <laughs> it was the RX. Because it had some insane amount of power. I mean, <clears throat> obviously, in today's day and age, it wouldn't work because <laughs> it won't have as much power it is, it, as much power as it has. <clears throat> it still doesn't have good braking, so you can crash on it very often. But yeah, it was uh, like that's where it all started. The fun of that instant power that you get in a you know on a motorcycle, the 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 sound. I mean. Every I, I'm sure every guy with a motorcycle loves the sound. Like two things that got me hooked, and then yeah, obviously I'm talking like uh, 15 years ago or 18 years ago, where the streets were empty, so you could just like zip through much. <laughs> yeah, so, so I think as kids, for all of us, the RX was like the thing to be if you want to like ride fast. Yes. Yeah, we had only two options. One was the RX line, RX 100, 135, then the RXZ. Yeah. And then it was the Royal Enfield. Correct, yeah. The Royal Enfield was, about it. was for those who could handle a little weight. It was the Royal Enfield. Right. Yeah. Those who couldn't. But yeah, that's where it started. And then I guess uh, it, a lot of bikes came a little late to India, I would say, uh, in terms of like all, even super bikes as such the bigger bikes even ktm came pretty late to india um mm. but yeah and then uh, ktm became the next affordable i mean in terms of super bikes obviously there is always the thing of owning a super bike and or a, when i say super bikes i mean like a, a, a like a liter class or anything above a 600 cc <clears throat> but uh, yeah ktm became the for me at least it's more uh, pocket friendly in all all matters, whether it's maintenance or the the cost of the bike or whatever. So, so yeah, but it's interesting because go ahead. I was just saying it's interesting because for me, like I know there were a lot of RX hundred fans back in the day, and this is what we're talking about like between say in the nineties. Uh, yeah, um, the late nineties, early two thousands, maybe. Yeah. But then my dad came back from Dubai and uh, in 99 and he wanted to get a motorcycle. So he went to the Hironda showroom to get a CD100. Oh, wow. And uh, he came back home and I was like, okay, dad, what bike are you getting? And he was like, I'm getting a CD100, uh, tried and tested. And I was like, what's wrong with you? Why are you getting a CD100? And that's when uh, Splendor launched. Oh, wow. Hironda Splendor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I Splendor. 70 kilometers yeah. per liter. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, get the Splendor, don't get CD100. And I told him to get the Splendor because it looked a little more polished than the Splendor, you know, with the visor. Yeah, it was more cooler at that point of time. Yeah, it was cooler. So he actually listened to me and he got the Splendor. It just was like maybe a few thousand rupees more expensive than the CD100. And then since then, I got this bug that this bike needs to be shiny every day. (laughs) A bug that continues till today. Yeah. That continues till today, which is like, you know, you're connected to the bike. You touch every part of it. And, you know, uh, so at times I would just sit on the bike when it would be parked and act like I was riding it. Like, remember the first time I met Yeah. So uh, since then, it's just lived on. And then the CBZ came. The legendary CBZ. Yeah. Legendary CBZ. And I think we covered this in our previous podcast about news where I would pick up the newspaper for ads. More specifically, it was 
Hero Honda CDZ ads mm. because I would cut out the <laughs> the ad like the picture of the CDZ and like just keep it. Wow! <laughs> one day I will own this bike. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those were those were like the good old days. Also, yeah, I mean, uh, when it came to movies, like watching uh, MI2 back then. Oh, yeah. that was the iconic moment dude. <laughs> this uh the triumph speed triples i was like oh my God. like we didn't even know what those bikes were back then yeah, yeah. it's just like yeah we used to call it the red bike and the black bike <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and yeah that, oh. movies that had great bikes back then mi2 was one and and a great scenes like great shots uh like proper riding shots at least they right, right, dude right. But Doom killed it, man. <laughs> hey. Doom was like the shiz. Like, the urban population in <laughs> India started loving motorcycles because of Doom. Like They started... They started it's not about they started liking motorcycles. They thought they should ride fast and they'll be able to pick up women. <laughs> that is what they started believing in. No, the only hope that every guy in India got was if Uday Chopra could get a chick with a bike, we also could <laughs> So that is the opening line of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but that is true. I think I think that's very well put, uh, Jonathan. Mm. And Abhishek Bachchan, dude. I mean, the guy could not look more serious in a movie. <laughs> like that is the textbook definition of method acting. He was so <laughs> in character. Fully, fully, both fully. So yeah. yeah. So, uh, what's What's funny? I mean, we also have to mention this. Somebody jumped. I mean, everybody usually gradually grows through motorcycles, but Mohit jumped from a hundred cc to a thousand cc. Dude, I was shitting bricks when I rode that motorcycle out of the showroom. Okay? And this is the first time I was uh, like riding on US streets. I didn't even drive a car on on, on US soil before. Mm. So I I think the guy who sold the bike to me kind of figured it out. So he set the bike on rain mode, which cuts out about like 50 horsepower. Wow, <laughs> 155 horsepower still. <laughs> but uh, he put it on rain mode, so the throttle was a little less sensitive. Uh, and yeah, I think that's how like I, I kind of built my confidence and then gradually went over the riding modes all the way up to race. Sweet. Just, just to give context, listeners, Mohit, when he was in India, used to ride a CBZ. Which was a 125 cc, 150, 150 cc, and 13 and horsepower, and 13 horsepower, and he moved to the US and got a BMW S 1000 RR, straight jump from 150 to 1000 cc's, and in horsepower it is, I don't know what 10x. Yeah, the BMW is 200 horsepower, and also oh, more than uh, 10X. More yeah. Than 10X. Also, uh, Mohit is a true example of uh, dreams do come true. Because I remember in 2000 and uh, uh, when did you go to the US? Sorry, 2000, 2015. Yeah, so 2012, 2013, I remember going to Mohit, uh, Mohit's office when he was working. I mean, he, he's still working in Facebook. But when he was at Facebook, I went to his office and on his desktop, the wallpaper was the S1000 RR. And also <laughs> on his Facebook page was the S1000 RR. 
and about a couple of years later he coolly says oh dude i bought the s1000 rr so just, <laughs> like so guys just set your wallpapers to whatever you want it to be <laughs> you know you'll get it that is the mantra to get what you want in life the wallpaper right click be. set as wallpaper <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's exactly what i need to do now i stopped doing that <laughs> Uh, for me, my hook was uh, I've always loved bikes from the time I was a kid. Uh, my dad used to ride a Royal Enfield, so I always mm-hmm. wanted that. But uh, I started riding and everything quite late. So I was probably in school in my ninth or tenth when I learned how to ride a bike, and I learned it on the CD hundred, like a. Fifteen-year-old CD hundred or something like that. I learned how to ride, but yeah, once I started riding, then I was fully hooked to it. Like for me, riding was when I started, it was fine. But when I got a bike and I started doing like a long, longer rides and everything, it was it was almost like meditation. You know, like you you are you are not focusing on anything but just the road and the bike and you. So that's what hooked me into that. And yeah, touring is crazy experience and. felt really good so that's when i started getting fully into that and uh, before that i'd seen a lot of people who done ladakh i've read about it documentaries and all of that and that's when i was like okay fine this is quite a challenge and something that i'd like to that was like a bucket list item and yeah so that's how i got hooked to it i always liked bikes but i got into it pretty late But yeah, I think over the past few years, I've more than made up for it. Hmm. So I think for me, it was the old school way because I think when I got into riding was I obviously was the younger one at home, so I was always the one getting what my brother wanted. So I got the Kinetic Honda, yeah, all the hand downs. So I got the Kinetic Honda first, and then I got the Pulsar one fifty, and. Uh, then when i think i really started liking motorcycles i think i think the initial to were more about just moving from one place to the other and it was cool to have a bike uh but yeah when i started riding was i think in 2007 because uh, i think i got an enfield back then because there was no other option we didn't have ktms or you know anything else and stuff so i got an enfield back then and that was the initial days of starting to ride and i think fairly quickly i got on to the whole long ride long ride scenario or long ride experience and i think that is where my riding actually started not so much in the city though since you brought up kinetic honda <laughs> we have to talk about kinetic honda because so i had I the coolest to... one i had the kinetic honda zx oh oh yeah. stop was it the y2k No, the Y two K one was after ZX. Y two K one was with the the one with the big silencer. Fat silencer. Oh yeah. my god, that silencer looked like a tumor under that bike. But uh, and if you had to kickstart the bike, you had to put the center stand on. So it's just. Oh <laughs> yeah. So with the kinetic Honda, I used to ride to school, and to get like superbike feels, I would actually put my legs on the rear footrests. <laughs> 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 just you were one of those people <laughs> <laughs> and i loved it i loved every moment of doing that i'll get like full yeah i'm riding a super bike feel but it it had quite a lot of power actually for a for a scooter it had like it was quite zippy 
It was quite zippy, and I'm sure all of us were given this tip about riding kinetic Hondas. Never use the front brake. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was... Yeah, yeah. And then when you go to motorbikes, and then you realize that the back brake doesn't do shit unless you slam the front. <laughs> <laughs> I still get, I still get uh, customers who come and say, Hey, back brake, I said, sir, up front, like you have a dual Brembo in the front, you dual want to rely brake, on yeah. the back brake. I said, like, okay. <laughs> Hello and thanks for tuning into the first ever episode of Banter. Let us know what you thought about it. Would love to hear your feedback. This was probably a little on the longer side. Future Banter episodes will probably be a lot shorter. As always, find us on social media. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know your feedback on this new format that we're trying out. A big thanks to Jonna for doing this. You can find Jonathan on Instagram as jbrainerd, J-B-R-A-I-N-R-D. Jonathan also is taking part in a video contest by KTM India. Please go to KTM India's Insta page, check out its stories and vote for Jana's video. I'm sure he would appreciate it. We are at Boiled Pod on Twitter, Instagram and everywhere else on social media. Give us a follow, share your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. And you can also subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts and the rest of the podcast uh, apps that are out there that you listen to your favorite podcasts on. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Take care.